You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Here's the deal. You put down five bucks on any of these games, new customers only, 150 bucks in free plays, NBA, NBA games going on. Now, let's talk to somebody who has now reached the pinnacle of her profession, everything you train for to get to the professional ranks. Miss Sam Thomas, ex-Arizona basketball great, current member of the Phoenix Mercury. How you doing, Sam? Good. How are you? Not too bad. What's up? When you found out you made the squad, what went through your mind? Just what what were all your reactions? What were all your thoughts? <laughs> um, it was a crazy rush of emotions. Um, there were some tears. Uh, I was just really excited and happy. Um, I know how hard it is to make the WNBA, no matter how good you are. It's just hard with rosters and salary caps. So just to be able to hear the words that I was on the roster, it was a really nice feeling to have. <laughs> okay. So take us through draft, so take us through draft day and then right after. So you're not picked, but then you look at, did the Mercury reach out to you immediately? Were you looking at them? How did that all transpire? Yeah. So we were definitely talking to a few teams, seeing the possibilities of me either getting drafted or inviting to training camp. Um, the goal was to just go somewhere. And right. so, Adia, obviously, having played in the WNBA, has a lot of connections. So she was reaching out to all her friends, just trying to get a, a feel of where, what things were going on and how it was going to happen. So we ended up reaching out to the Mercury. Um, and with Coach Vanessa, she knows Adia pretty well. So they got to talking a little bit. And then we just decided that Phoenix would probably be the best place for me with, you know, the whole Arizona connection if training camp were available. So after the draft happened, probably like, 30 minutes later, um, Vanessa called Adia, and then Adia called me letting me know. And then I got a hold of Vanessa, and we had the conversation, and she invited me to training camp. 
what's amazing too about this is a lot of times when you're looking for kind of a free agent deal, a lot of a lot of times you're looking for a team that maybe isn't, you know, quite as good, you know, somewhere where you can fit in. I mean, you jumped right onto. I mean, you're you got the defending <laughs> runners up right here. You got one of the most storied franchises, Sam. So you jumped right into the competition right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely jumping in some great competition, playing with some legends. So just super honoring to be on this team. Okay, now talk a little bit about obviously new co coach Nygaard in there right now. What's uh, what have how's that how's that all transpired? How's that work for you? Yeah, it's been amazing. I love learning from her. Um, obviously, I've been with the DN Savo the past five years, so you know, love them. It's nice to you know be coached by someone else, hear some new perspective, and then of course it's the W. So you know, everything's so much fast paced. It's more intense. So just being able to learn from her and then all the assistants. Um, coach Nikki Blue was at ASU, right. so you know that connection with her. So it's just been great. And I'm surrounded by um, great staff that really helped me and want me to do my best. Was there a little bit of an awe moment when you go into the locker room and then you see a Diana Tarazi, when you see, a, you know, a Tina Charles, when you see as you know, a Skylar Diggins, was there just kind of that moment where you're like, these are the people that I've been watching my entire life. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. They had us rookies come in a couple days before training camp, just to, you know, get a feel for everything, get our doctor's appointments done. And, you know, we'd walk in the locker room and it'd just be us. And we're like, oh, my gosh, like, when is Diana Taurasi? Right. Oh, Sky, like, when are they coming? We knew they were around. We just yeah. didn't know where. And then finally, um, like the first day of training camp or the night before, we had like a little team dinner. and We got to see them all and meet them. And they're all just super nice and uh, very welcoming, have been nothing but nice to all of us and the rookies that were here before. All right. So you've served a lot of different roles at the U of A. Lockdown defender, you know, kind of a jack of all trades. Um, now, with your role with the Phoenix Mercury, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you see that being going forward? What do you guys talk about? What your role is? Yeah, it's nice because it's pretty much the same thing that I did in college my whole life. Just be that glue player that I have to be. Um, whether that's you know playing defense, I'm gonna kick up my defense at the next level, and then hitting the open shots. Um, obviously, I'm surrounded by some great players, so. They're probably all going to, you know, everyone's going to be leaning on them, doubling them. So when I'm open and they pass me the ball, just be ready to hit my open shots. And other than that, just, you know, talk and be loud and vocal. Okay. You talked about Coach Barnes and her role with you during this entire process. Um, <laughs> kind of break that down a little bit because obviously, like you said, she's got connection playing in the WNBA, being that the name that she is. How has she played out in all this? Yeah, it's been great. Um, coming in my freshman year, uh, we didn't have as much players, so I was kind of playing, you know, forward, playing that 4-5 position, guarding all the post players. So once we were able to bring in some more talent and bring in more positions, um, I was able to kind of transform into that guard player that we knew right. I would have to the next level. So just working on my ball handling, getting my shot more consistent, and being able to guard a perimeter player. So just the next four years after that, we're just focusing on that. And then each year we kicked it up and we kicked it up. And obviously Adia watches the WNBA. She knows what they need and what looks good and what doesn't. So she's just been trying to instill that into me. Sam, you're also at a fun time right now because you're entering the WNBA when it's really, it, the interest is really taken off. I mean, you talk, a lot of people now are very interested and as they should be in women's basketball. I mean, you look at it from sponsors, you look at it from viewership, you're entering the league right now at a time where it feels like it's really taken that next step into the public conscience. Yeah, I think I've been blessed. I feel like as I was leaving college basketball, I feel like the women's side was really on a rise right then. I think that last year was the most we've ever had, you know, viewership and all that with sponsorships, NIL. So that was great. And now I go to the WNBA and I feel like the same thing's happening where 
it's growing and it's increasing and we're just going to continue to see that year after year. But right now I feel like it's really, you know, the beginning point where we're going to start getting more viewers and more deals and just all the stuff that the men get. So very happy for that. All right. So let's now go back to your Arizona career a little bit, because you kind of hit on it about how it really started taking off, but let's talk about your journey. When you got to Arizona, obviously it's a, you know, it's a program with some tradition, but obviously you guys, you, you all, all of you women really took it to the next level. You and Ari and so many others. Did you know while this was going on that we're really kind of trendsetters here because the interest that the interest that all of you brought into the women's basketball program was unique. That hadn't been there before all of you basically took the, you know, took the reins right there. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that you don't really realize it while it's happening in the moment. You kind of look back and be like, wow, we really kind of did, you know, build this program and get the excitement back. I think back, you know, during those few beginning years, we were kind of just focused on winning, rebuilding the team and just trying to do the little basic things. We weren't necessarily focused on the outside picture of what we were doing for women's basketball. So I think now, you know, looking back this past year, uh, we really we, we really did create and build this um, program up and hoping that, you know, the following years they can keep bringing in great players, great culture kids, and just keep keep it on the rise and keep that interest in women's basketball and bring that Tucson community to all the games. All right, so when you when you signed with Arizona and you're, what what were your – career what were your individual goals what were your team goals you know what did you have any specifics um yeah well coming in um I didn't necessarily know uh, my role that I was going to be in college but after talking with the DS she she told me that they were going to need me to play so right then and there I knew that I was going to have to kick my game up um I was hoping to you know just make the all-freshman team um and as a team goal obviously wanted to win a couple more games right. than we did but yeah, I just really wanted to um, grow individually on my skill work, which Adia and Sabo do a great job of doing. So then I think after that year, we just keep increasing the goals. You know, one time it was, you know, make it to the NCAA tournament, then it was make it to the final four. And now we want to win that national championship. Well, yep. they should win it. And then the next year's, so I didn't get that job done, but hopefully we can get that. They can get it done. Get it done. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about that in just a second. But let's talk about that run to the national championship game right there. So I think the moment when it really dawned on people that, wow, this program is here and they're not going anywhere is the UConn game where <laughs> you're playing, you know, obviously the – you know, the, the hallmark of women's college basketball. And I think so many casual fans were looking and saying, well, you know, teams like this, they're down early. And then Arizona just kept building the lead, building the lead. And after a while, you realize UConn's not coming back here. Arizona's <laughs> win that. That to me was when Arizona ba women's basketball really broke through where it's like, man, this is a national power and it's not going anywhere there, Sam. Yeah, I think that UConn game definitely solidified it. I mean, even myself during the whole game, I was like, okay, like I'm waiting for, you know, basketball is the game of runs. We're always taught that they're going to make a run and we're going to make a run. So, you know, sitting the whole game waiting for UConn to make a run, you know, a 20-0 run and, you know, get back in the lead. But we just stayed consistent the whole game and we were able to get the job. And I think that really showed everyone, brought national attention to us and Ari to show what a great player she was. So I think that game really helped us and helped skyrocketed to put us on a national level. What would you say your time at Arizona? What did you learn more when you look at when you entered Arizona to where you are now, obviously a professional basketball player? What did you learn the most, or what did Arizona just mean to you during your time there? How did it help shape you as a young woman? Yeah, I mean, Arizona has 
meant everything to me. Um, I feel like I've grown the most, learned about myself and basketball through my time there. Um, came in as a shy, quiet girl, just, you know, wanted to graduate and get my degree. And then here I am five years later and I have my master's um, graduating. And just, I really set goals for myself. I kind of went out of my comfort zone, um, became a confident woman and believing that I could do anything. And a lot of that was thanks to Adia. And then just on the court, just learning that about defense, little schemes, and that the little things really do matter. And I think that's one reason that helped me make the Mercury is because I try and focus on the little things. I pay attention to details. I might not be scoring 20 points a game, but I can stop someone else from scoring 20 points a game, hopefully. And, you know, I'm doing, I'm making the right pass, making the right cut, just trying to make the team flow a little bit, a little bit better. When, that, that, that's a great point right there. Talk a little bit about Adia now. So um, you talk about a player's coach. Ari McDonald talked about how how instrumental she was developing her into a young woman as a basketball player. What was Adia? How important was Adia to your maturation to the point where you are right now? Yeah, I mean, so much. Um, Adia is really a player's coach. Obviously, she played not too long ago. She played at Arizona, so she kind of understands us a little bit more. So. I would just say Adia is really like a teacher and a mom-like figure to us um, on the court. She obviously wants us to do our best. Um, she was just going to take it slow with you if you need that extra time or she'll, you know, walk you through everything. She really just cares about you and understanding the plays and making sure that you know what you're doing, making you feel comfortable. And then off the court, she's, of course, you know, if people can't go home for Christmas, inviting them over for Christmas, um, doing a bunch of team bonding stuff, just making everyone feel safe and like they're a part of the team no matter who you are. So, I mean, she's really just helped me um, become confident and bring me this comfort in playing basketball, which can be so crazy and hectic, but she helped me just, you know, bring a calm to the playing, to playing my game. And of course now at the next level, I really need that. Sam, have you always been somebody that somebody, and I know you're humble. Have you been somebody that people have always kind of gravitated towards? Because when we put out that we were going to have you on the show, immense in interest immediately. You're arguably <laughs> the most popular athlete on the entire campus. Have you always been somebody that people just kind of like being around? Um, I mean, I know I it's a weird of... question, but it's something that I had to ask <laughs> just because of your popularity. I mean, I think that's why I love Arizona so much and why it helped me grow so much because I was never, I mean, my freshman year, you can ask all my teammates, I was a totally different person. I was staying in my room 24-7. I'd only leave my room to go to practice. You know, I was the, the girl that just did her homework, stayed in her room and watched TV, didn't really talk to anybody. I was so quiet. Um, probably made maybe like one friend outside of the basketball team my freshman year. So just, you know, through the years, I've been able to break out of my comfort zone, be more vocal and be more involved in the community, which I think is why I'm so well known just because, you know, I'm out there doing things in all these different areas. So just really trying to do my best of what I can. All right, Sam, before we let you go, what can we expect from next year's team? Well, hopefully to get that national championship, I feel like we're rebuilding a little bit um, this year. You know, we have some player, we have some strong players coming back. So we're adding a few pieces that we've been missing and hopefully we'll see a national championship at Arizona. Right. Sam Thomas, Phoenix Mercury, I cannot thank you enough for coming on. You've got the entire city of Tucson behind you. you got the entire state. Uh, you're the best. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, we'll definitely be in touch. And again, have a great year this year. Appreciate your time, Sam. Thank you. Thanks again. All right. That's Sam Thomas right there. Arizona, great. 
Um, I'm going to get to some of the comments here. Bob wanted me to Bob wanted me to get in and do a little bit about what uh, Sam's legacy is, and it's a good one. But real quick, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right, you're always hearing Mike. You're always talking about this. I'm talking about it because it's good. Here's put down five bucks on these NBA games right now. Your new customer, you get $150 in free plays. It doesn't even matter who wins. That's what DraftKings is all about. Hop on there, 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling problem called 1 800 Next Step. They'll get you all taken care of. Again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, great deals going on right now. Okay. Now, let's talk a little bit about what uh, Sam Thomas' legacy is here. Sam, what, what these women did is incredibly unique, and we were all kind of on the front lines watching it. Sam was obviously one of the ringleaders of it. This was the explosion of the Arizona women's basketball scene. I've been here my entire life. There were some nice teams under Joan Bonvicini. Obviously, when Adia Barnes was here, uh, Shantanese Polk. Um, obviously RIP, obviously, you know, some success, but Arizona became a national program under the time when Sam Thomas was here, Adia Barnes, Ari McDonald, Kate Reese, and it's more than just on the court. It's off the court as well. There is a buzz and it's not just a buzz when the NCAA tournament comes around. There is a buzz all over about Arizona women's basketball because there's a dynamic factor to it. First of all, it's fun to watch. I mean, these women can play. I mean, you can watch them no matter who they're playing. And again, I'm going to keep going back to that UConn game because I think that was the game when people realized that this is a product that's here to stay. Because again, you, UConn is at the absolute apex of the college basketball world and has been for 30 years. And Arizona just looked like the better team at that point. That's what is different about this. Now, a lot of people are now wondering, all right, so you lose Sam Thomas. Uh, you got a lot of transfers. I said from the beginning that when you've got a coach of Adia Barnes stature, you absolutely trust what Adia Barnes is doing because she understands that, okay, I need to overhaul the roster a little bit. I've certainly got players that, you know, are going to be big parts of next year. Obviously, you're Lauren Ware, you're Kate Reese, you're Shana Pellington, but I need to be able to get more scoring in here. And she, so far, she's done that. You've got two all-conference caliber players coming in next year, immediately eligible to play. You got a third one, can't give out the name, but it's probably going to be joining. And she's not even she's not even done yet. So this team might go into the year a little bit underranked, but I think by about the time the conference season hits, you're going to see something that is going to be competitive with every team in and again. Pac-12 women's basketball is the best conference in the country. It's not even close. So if you can compete at the highest level there, you can compete at the highest level anywhere, as Arizona has certainly shown. Now, you look at the recruiting class. This is really the first elite, elite level class. I mean, you brought in other McDonald's All-Americans before, for sure. But when you got into Maya Naji, obviously, who is the best recruit, the biggest recruit in school history, top five player, that obviously takes something. But then you bring in a Kaylin Gilbert out of Florida. Then you bring in, excuse me, then you bring in a Paris Clark, another McDonald's All-American. Those are three cornerstone linchpins that are going to play, and they're going to play immediately. 
And if it's a Dia Barnes role to be able to mix all of these pieces together, but you're going to see a team that is going to be very talented. And again, you're going to maybe need to give them a little bit of time, but coach Barnes, as we've talked about, knows what she's doing. So when you look at some of the roster turnover, don't worry about it. Don't stress because again, this isn't, you don't have John McAvick right here. You don't have a coach where you're, you should be skeptical of the track record. You have one of the most dynamic coaches in all of college basketball. And that's the reason that, um, and that's the reason that this is, this thing's going to work. And that's the reason that you wouldn't want to have any young coach in the country over coach Barnes. She's that special. All right. The cool thing also about working here at PHNX sports is that everything is covered. Give you an example right now. Phoenix Mercury, obviously we're talking about the Mercury. You need to go get a membership to go PHNX because you've got all the Mercury talk on lock that you want. You've got live streams, you've got written content, you've got podcasts. And again, that goes for everything throughout the state, whether it's the Cardinals, whether it's the Diamondbacks, whether it's the Sun Devils, whether it's the Suns, the Card again, the Cardinals, the Wildcats. This is the place to be. And again, it's only getting bigger got a great fan base and we're only getting bigger i appreciate all of you hopping on right here and again DraftKings sportsbook app i've been telling you all about the miami heat my boss saul bookman's been laughing at me all season but you know what we're gonna find out here come finals time but again if you think that i'm actually smart maybe your fault you should go to the DraftKings sportsbook app code word phnx get the membership and then you know or excuse me uh, uh get your first play in and then you put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays. It's that simple, that easy. Doesn't even matter who wins. You just got to be a new customer. Okay. Sam Thomas, U of A, great. Can't thank you enough for coming on. We're going to have constant updates on how Sam's doing. Again, when I say that Sam is the most popular athlete on campus, I'm not kidding about that. She absolutely is. But again, for everybody that contributed, really appreciate you all. Um, we will be back. I'll have a podcast up tomorrow. And then we got a live stream. We've got a special guest coming on Monday that you're definitely gonna want to uh, definitely gonna want to watch. But again, everybody out there, thanks a ton. Have a great weekend. Have a great, I know it's past Cinco de Mayo, but have a great and safe Cinco de Mayo weekend. I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.